Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back for another double episode of Bleach, season one, episodes 12 and 13. A gentle right arm story and directed by Koji Artomi, written by Genki Yoshimura, Flower and Hollow, story by Sanzo Tosato, and written by Natsako Takashi, directed by Takuji Kimura. So I realized belatedly that I have been saying the story written and directed by out of order (laughs) because I'm used to it flowing within a certain pattern when I'm reading off the off the credits and unfortunately in this particular series it, it I don't know why written and story isn't next to each other as it typically is and then directed by so I apologize basically for all the <laughs> incorrect information however you can go to IMDB or Wikipedia to get an episode listing that has that information where I have been fucking that up for the past uh we're gonna say 11 episodes since we got it right now but that being out of the way I thought these were two really good episodes I think I liked a gentle arm better However, the music in Flower and Hollow, particularly at the end, I don't I don't know who was singing that, but it was inspirational and I was ready to like kick ass for some reason. So they both brought a lot of actual growth to the characters we've known thus far, and I'm glad that we're finally here <laughs> with the revelations to assimilate our team to what is going to be my guess uh, a whole world widening viewpoint and life when it comes to these hollows and the spirit world and spirit energy so on and so forth before we jump into the review wherever you listen to this podcast Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. If you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com, you can just leave a comment below. Let's talk about episode 12 first. I'm going to break it down by characterizations because I think that was far more of a touching point and just discuss my overall feelings of what they're going through the first being inu and tattoo this episode in particular was the starting point of how many awesome spiritually powered folks do we have in this town well let's find out tattoo turns out can see ghosts something she has been able to do since the night of her almost death at Inu's place who also has similar memories of seeing some type of creature before feeling pain 
possibly Rukia in a blurry sense that my memory has been tampered with. <laughs> this was good that they gave us a little bit of a re- rewind to say, hey, these people have been personally dealing with their own burst of spiritual energy and that was something that Ichigo inspired in them or maybe he rubbed off on them there needs to be a little bit more of a massage on how that came about and they all have been privately kind of trying to figure out what that means and this is the episode when they all converge or the inciting event Uh, I did laugh when she is uh having to deal with two ghostly lovers trying to get it on i'm just stroking my dick i got lotion on my dick right now i'm just stroking my shit i'm horny as fuck man i'm a freak man can you even have sex in the afterlife i would think things would be rather transparent and then that guy that spanks his ass in front of her face i'm mr meeseeks look at me that was one of two of my laugh out loud moments However, before they can have a conversation, they have to clean up the wreckage from the explosion, the debris from when, I can't even recall when we were last at the school, but when when Ichigo had to run after Quincy or maybe just take out in hollow. I, I, I will say it's been a couple of weeks, which is a good transition though into Quincy and Ichigo who doesn't actually realize what kind of battle his name's not Quincy he is a Quincy I do know that his Ishida I believe that's what we what his uh, first name is I'm just going to call him Quincy I'm probably gonna have a lot of nicknames I will occasionally bring in their actual name but the nicknames for me is how I'm going to keep track of all these characters. Uh, He shows him what looks like a bottle cap, something that once crushed will summon a shit ton of hollows, which it does. And whomever kills the most wins. What did he say? You fucking crazy, man. You sound insane. Do you realize that? You should be medic. Of course, Ichigo is upset. He thought this was going to be mano to mano, man to man, boy to boy. Frustrated teen to frustrated teen. But instead, he put everyone in danger. And he's like, there's nothing to worry about. I will kill all of the hollows. And then you can get the crumbs. And once I declare that there is no need for soul reapers in this town, I suppose you'll put your tail between your legs and walk away. Or at the least, I'll have bragging rights. Where were you when those other hollows were around and we was killing them? So he doesn't kick his ass because he has to go find his siblings to protect them since hollows are attracted to people who have a high spiritual energy. He kills a couple of hollows along the way, but based on where Quincy was at and where he was at, I'm going to guess it's from behind Quincy spent the rest of the episode madder than hell with his magical bow ready bow and arrows I like the chain that it's attached to I'm I'm glad that they showed that just taking 
every hollow out and let's keep in mind he's not sending them to their soul society place he's murking them from the calendar of existence forever He remarks that Ichigo doesn't know just how many people there are like him in some capacity, but that eventually he will before recalling his sensei, declaring once again that he hates soul reapers. Yarahara, formerly known as Mickey, and Rakia. I now realize that Mickey was the last name of the actor that voices this character and now i can't call him mickey even though i'm rather kind of attached to the name <laughs> but Yurahara is gonna need something rather similar to it or at least something that clicks for me as a nickname i haven't come up with one yet so Yurahara is what it's gonna be Briefly, we check in with the pair. Rakia continues to get alerts on her phone before they are gone. She notices that Yurahara's face looked a little concerned before her curiosity grows to alarm when she realizes how many hollows are actually showing up, which should be impossible. So she goes outside to look at the unknown dark cloud forming up in the sky. What the fuck is this shit? There's actually quite a few, I'm going to call them portals, because they look more as such than clouds. And I think different hollows are showing up because of that. Yahara only sat there in calm, understanding, silently plotting, only showing one heavily eyelinered pupil. They said a lot of gave you niggas money! Chad and Karen... Karen playing ball with her friends, she has all male friends, hits one in the face with the ball before deciding to call it quits, distracted too much by those dark clouds in the sky, only she can see. The way they backed up when they thought that she wanted to fight, because they're like, oh, come on, Karen, why you got to do that? You know what? We're going to back all the way to the fuck up, but I'm just letting you know, I'm going to put my dukes up, you know, because I ain't no little bitch. I'm going to take this beating if that's what's coming, but I'm going to stick up for my friend. Chad with his friends. That's where we leave her and then they converge. Chad with his friends sees the hollow briefly and blurrily for the first time. And upon realizing it is after him, decides to run away to lure it from harming the populace after he saved his buddies by knocking them out of the way. They're like, we should get out of here. Don't worry about me. Tired, he runs into Karen on the same baseball field who knows that he's Ichigo's friend with the parakeet. That parakeet ain't no parakeet no more. Karen can see the hollow very clearly, asks what the fuck is that before recalling she's seen it before when she was attacked in her home. So she becomes his eyes to avoid being attacked. Uh, Even though I wasn't sure how Chad was going to fight back until I saw that he did do damage with his fist. Wasn't a lot of damage, but it was a little bit. 
however when he uh has to tuck and roll he's temporarily knocked out with a bleeding concussion karen's friends come back to check on her wondering if she got in a fight with that stranger because he's on the ground bleeding and that seems like something she would do her friends can't see the hollow behind them so she jumps on one of her friends to avoid him being hurt seeing this chad finds his inner strength by recalling his grandpa's words of wisdom about how his strength his abilities are gifts from god not meant to harm but to protect and that's when he unleashes his magical mechanical arm oh my god despite it able to defeat the hollow in two punches i really don't know about this arm (laughs) not the hugest fan of how it looks he doesn't know how it showed up karen can't believe her eyes and wonders if chad is okay to which he gives her the thumbs up all right so y'all just seen that corny ass shit this was the second funniest moment because she's like i know your ass did not just do <laughs> he falls to the ground and he is concerned about her safety being glad that she was okay and then she kicks him being like no the point should be no one gets hurt that's the goal equating him to her brother before demanding he stay right there while she goes and gets her father and chad sounded like he had a crush are they meant to be a thing hopefully when she's about five years older but i don't know how age is supposed to be in this in this show chad look about 21 that concludes our episode 12 i gave it a 10 out of 10 i thought it was thoroughly enjoyable from beginning to end and i was sad when it was over but of course our story does pick up in episode 13 and we are going to begin with inu and tattoo it's tatsuki and i think inu is her actual last name but i call tattoo or i shorten tattoo tatsuki for tattoo inu notices a female hollow i like the different variation here because we're used to getting the male ones and tries to get her friends tattoo and himi away by going home to watch a movie instead of continuing to clean up this debris because this is i don't even know how we got lured into cleaning up this mess it feels like a job for maintenance for being honest but tattoo has to go change because you change at school i suppose leaving inu scared of what will happen though she too has the wherewithal to save her friends first when she realized like i knew i could see it i didn't want to freak out i didn't want to freak other people out i knew it was dangerous i just wanted to get us away from the situation however that's not how things pan the hollow is there for her claiming that she likes non-violent means and decides to shoot out some type of green liquid slime uh, onto himu or himi that gives her control over the body forcing humans to fight each other to death bitch please bitch please after Himi and others begin to crowd Inu 
because she has some super ass strength in that arm tattoo comes out of absolutely nowhere with the ko's i'm a boss ass bitch 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 there was a lot of don't make this person cry or in the end i'm gonna make you cry quite a threat ichigo <laughs> tattoo does not like seeing a new cry neither did hemi she's like i don't like to see you cry i prefer you see you smile you so pretty when you smile i was like girl are you really trying to put your face in her salad because it sounds like you are uh, she starts taking out folks even when she slimed herself she can't believe that she is overpowering her sense of control over her body she thinks she has the upper hand because she she put about seven shots into her and she was still talking shit like shut the fuck up biting her with her teeth you tell them i'm coming and hell's coming with me you hear i must say i love tattoo this episode she came in she handled business she said my friends are my friends and she even said i'm sorry you knew i didn't realize it earlier she couldn't see it before and she still can't see it now but she has a sense of the hollow being there she can see the outline of it unfortunately this causes her to be murdered the harm or murder of her closest friend inspires inu to unleash her inner powers or inner spirit energy in the form of her hairpiece which turns out to be the shunshun rika six princesses of the shielding flowers so she has power fairies born to protect her but the one dude told her you need to shut up about how cute this is and learn to use your heart in kododama so that we can be utilized properly they are able to defeat the hollow and heal tattoo before inu collapses surprisingly damn i forgot how to say his name that quickly <laughs> i'm gonna need to know you're a hara can i just say hara no that just that doesn't that doesn't click for me right now doesn't click for me but Irahara shows up and they retrieve her along with chad well they already had chad Yurahara has taken them to his dojo he says there's much to explain even though they don't quite believe that ichigo is out there fighting hollows but they can't dismiss what they have witnessed with their own eyes were you not just attacked he's been interrupted by a second told that the sky ridge has converged and assures him the preparations are ready before welcoming the two to join him to discover what he knows what he about to do is he about to handle this situation because he is very smooth about the unfolding drama i would think that the the soul reaper society would have a lot of alarms going off right now like what the fuck is going on on earth didn't we send someone <laughs> let's go back to quincy and ichigo 
Quincy's still out here murking 20 hollows for his sensei. This is Sparta! However, he is bleeding. So Ishida knows that he may have bitten off a little bit more than he could chew, but he's still determined to prove his point because this is about revenge. But you're not really declaring war on the soul society on a soul reaper you're declaring war on a soul reaper in training i mean you have to know that ichigo's way out of his depths you even said later on rukia we meet face to face but you are acting like if you win this and you prove your point that that somehow well, i suppose revenge doesn't make sense it's rather irrational I mean, it can make sense, but sometimes when you're caught up in your emotions, you might not be thinking how much this win is actually not nothing at all. (laughs) You just need something to happen, and this is what you decided to go with. Ichigo has been looking for Khan all last episode and finally runs into him in this episode, who tells him, look, I already checked on your family. They're good. Ichigo leaves him with that task while he goes back to searching for Ishida amidst killing more hollows. Rukia fights against a hollow but worries that her powers aren't returning and I'm thinking the same thing. How long is it going to be before? Because she could do spells but I thought when she transferred her power when he stole her power that he would have to give it back at some point but it feels like he can have those powers and then she'll just get her own powers back i don't know how that works but she is unexpectedly saved by khan with his uh with his (laughs) leg i'm glad that there's another ichigo running around but it's khan and he can actually defeat hollows too He calls her sis, but likes the way she kicks him in a way that is not sisterly, very perverted. Khan is testy to see Ishida show up, who introduces himself to Rikia, showcasing his power staff and vowing to protect the town, even with his life, despite the fact that he may be over his head. He still intends to make a mockery of Ichigo and he thinks that's going to be all he needs to to compensate his manhood. A hollow shows up. Love the shot of the hollow disappearing just as Ichigo shows up because he shows his power to her for the first time. And Ichigo's like, I found you. Like this entire situation is in a mess. Rakia looks rightly like she might punch him in the face the other scene was with karen the last scene we're going to talk about was with karen yuza and their weird ass dad what is wrong with that man she tells him everything that's going on he's like oh i've been busy lately so you making up stories how about you come here let me open my chest to my six pack at like 30 and i shouldn't have fucking two teenage kids unless i had you when i was 15 it's possible it's fucking possible at this point but you got three of them motherfuckers (laughs) 
But when he wanted her to jump into his arms with his shirt open? What the fuck is wrong with you as a person? So now we have officially more more potential soul reapers to our cause. But now how's the other shoe going to drop? And we haven't even resolved like they usually typically do in two episodes, the hollow of of the week, so to speak. I gave this episode an 8.6. Tattoo is the best thing about it. Ichigo kind of fell to the background and Quincy is missing one of his cool shades telling me that he might not be fully sane even though he is one of the more intriguing characters we've been introduced to how's rakia gonna react is going to be the question mark because two men basically having a dick waving contest is not something she's gonna be keen to hear about if you want to send feedback once again blackoutcouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic